Hey, listen, my children fans, this is Stu from the Inroads Podcast. Before we get to our conversation, I wanted to share some news with you. We've started our fall donor drive, and now is your chance to get a gift for your reoccurring donation to Appian Media. Everyone who gives a monthly gift of $10 or more will be shipped this great gift. You can go to appianmedia.org donation to learn more and to make your monthly reoccurring donation. I'll share what that gift is a little later in the podcast. Now, let's get to the show. Hi there, my name is Justin Dobbs, and this is Listen, My Children. I'm a husband, I'm a dad, and I'm learning to do what a lot of you are doing, one of the most difficult but most important things I'll ever do, bring up my children to follow the Father. Over the last several episodes, we've been walking through the first five chapters of Proverbs together, you, me, and our kids. The Listen My Children podcast is made possible by a donation from the Oliver family. We're thankful for their generous support of Appian Media's content. If you or your organization is interested in helping to fund content like this, please contact us through our website at appianmedia.org. Today, my family is going to be joining us, Lindsay, uh, my wife of 12 years, and our four kids. Uh, This is a conversation about Proverbs 5 that we had in our living room. So if you have a Bible, you can open up to Proverbs 5 as we talk about getting carried away in a good way. So, We are going to keep talking about Proverbs, but we're at a very special chapter, and it's Proverbs chapter 5. And we're talking about where he's teaching his son to have wisdom. Yes, most of Proverbs is sort of like a father talking to his son. Um, So, but if you have more questions, can you you raise your hand for me? Okay, (laughs) thank you. All right, now we're going to be in Proverbs 5. And we're going to all together work through this passage together. Um, Proverbs 5 is a very special chapter. And you're right, Amos, it is a father talking to his son. But it's about a really mm, tricky problem. Okay? So I'm going to go ahead and read through all this one. Okay? But you just follow along if you can in your Bibles. Okay? Ready? Proverbs 5, verse 1. My son... Be attentive to my wisdom, incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion, and your lips may guard knowledge. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she's bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander, and she does not know it. And now, O sons, listen to me, and do not depart from the words of my mouth. Keep your way far from her, and do not go near the door of her house, lest you give her honor, your honor to others, and your years to the merciless. Lest strangers take their fill of your strength, and your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And at the end of your life you groan when your flesh and body are consumed, and you say, How I hated discipline, and my heart despised reproof. I did not listen to the voice of my teachers or incline my ear to my instructors. I am at the brink of utter ruin in the assembled congregation. 
Drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. Should your springs be scattered abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be for yourself alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why should you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman and embrace the bosom of an adulteress? For a man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. The iniquities of the wicked ensnare him, and he is held fast in the cords of his sin. He dies for lack of discipline, and because of his great folly, he is led astray. Thank you for raising your hand, sweetie. What is it? What was the thing you said? Oh, the dis... Intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Intoxicated. So this is a really fun chapter, and it's really, it's really challenging. It's really important. But the father is telling his son that there are two ways of living. Okay. And now we talk about proverbs is sort of taking one thing and laying it down beside the other, so that you can look at something in a new way. And this is full of things that are laid down beside each other. But the first thing, just just a minute, the first thing is to know that there are two ways of living. There's one way where you try to get mm, secret good. And it's not a good thing at all. Because you don't want anybody to know about it. Because really, it's not good at all. The other way is to enjoy the good that God gave you. And wisdom helps you to see the good that God gave you. And so Jubilee, intoxicate. Now, usually intoxicate is a bad thing. It's, uh, it's when you lose all control. It's when you lose all control. What do you mean control? Well, you just sort of uh, imagine we were in a car, okay? And all of a sudden, the brakes don't work. Uh-oh. Yes, big crash, big mess, dangerous, right? You lose all control. All of a sudden, the brakes don't work, and I just, we're just going. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Yes, that's the idea. So, losing control is not a good thing. Unless, unless, it doesn't matter. And there's one way where you can lose control, and it's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And we'll talk about that in a second. But first, let's kind of look here at Proverbs 5 together and figure out what in the world is he talking about? When is it ever a good thing to lose control? When would it ever be a good thing to let your brakes go out? Well, there is a good thing. He's saying, son, pay attention. And he says, first, incline your ear. Now, what does it mean to incline your ear, Lyndon? It means listen. Yeah, it means listen, but mm, an incline is when you sort of slant something. So what he's saying is, you know, turn your ear to me, son. Give me your ear. Give me your ear. So incline. No, don't, don't take your ear off. I take your ear off. No, no. But that is sort of the idea. Is he's saying, pay close attention to listen really well. It's like turn your ear to me. There are lots of ways to turn your ears. You can listen to lots of people. But the father's saying, son, please listen to me. I've got something super important for you to hear. So listen, listen really close. You should always listen to your father, even if it's not important. Well, and hopefully the fathers are telling 
the children something that is important, that we're using our time well to teach you important things. And this is, this is one of those really important things. Because there is a really dangerous lady out there. And she doesn't look dangerous. Jubilee, do you remember we talked about the mouse trap with the honey? Mm -hmm. The mouse sees the honey, doesn't see the trap. He goes, ooh, honey. Or, ooh, peanut butter. And ooh, and this is exciting stuff. And cheese. And all of a sudden, dead mouse. Now, this lady, she looks delicious. Her lips drip honey. Her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, it says she's sharper than a two-edged sword. Can you imagine trying to snuggle up? Oh, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Can you imagine snuggling up to a two-edged sword? Ooh. Oh, it cuts you up so bad. So this lady, she looks good. But in the end, oh, it'll kill you. It's death. Now, for men, that's a real problem. Is There are things that you think will be good and fun but they're not. And one of them is women that don't belong to you. God made women to look really beautiful to men. And that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. But you've got to be really careful because there are women that don't belong to you. Now, mommy, mommy and I, we go together. And that's a wonderful, beautiful thing. So if I want to hug mommy, is that okay? If I want to kiss mommy, is that okay? And you know what? I can take all the brakes out. I can go and kiss her and hug her all I want to. You're on a race course. I'm on a race course. No brakes. Just... And God says, that's a really, really good thing. That's a really good thing. He says, you go ahead and you just get intoxicated, Jubilee. You just get full up and just carried away with it. Oh, so good. It's sort of like you turn on the music and you just dance and dance and dance all you want to. And you can't stop dancing. And you can't stop. You don't even have to stop dancing. You just, wow, it's good. And he sort of pictures it like, mm, like a stream of water or a fountain. And you can just drink and drink and drink and drink all you want to. But there are some fountains that you ought not drink from. There are some things that you ought not share in. And so when it's a woman that you're forbidden, she's not yours, she doesn't belong to you, you stay away. God made a man and a woman in marriage to be a wonderful, beautiful thing. But there are deadly things out there that want to carry us away from that wonderful, beautiful thing. So for women and for men, you've got to be awfully careful. And it's not just about a husband and wife relationship. Did you know that Folly, which is foolishness, not obeying God, can lead you into all sorts of secret things that aren't good for you. You know, you sure can imagine like this. Okay, you with me? Imagine this. Imagine, imagine that mommy and daddy are not here in the house with you. We're outside working or something. And, and mommy is making dessert. And it's baking in the oven. And oh, it's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be like mm, one of mommy's best desserts, like the chocolate peanut butter fudge brownies that she made. Oh. Or, or cupcakes. Or, or cupcakes. Or, just, or, or chocolate chip cookies. Or mustard cookies. Or, or good answer. Any of mommy's desserts. And they're going to be so delicious. And, and it's baking in the oven. And you can smell it. And it's going to be delicious. 
But then you look over at the snack box and you say, you know, there's some popcorn there in that snack box and there's some chips and there's some crackers and I'm hungry right now and you just eat, 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 eat and you fill up and you took it and you didn't ask permission. Uh-uh. And then at dinner time, you're not going to be hungry. And at dinner time, you won't be hungry. And mommy's going to pull those brownies out of the oven or the cupcakes or the cookies or the, any of mom's desserts and she pulls them out and you go, mmm. Now, are any of those desserts, things, snacks, things, crackers, things that you got, are any of them as good as mommy's desserts? Probably not. Not even close. And so you snuck in, you got this other stuff because you couldn't wait and enjoy the really good thing. God has really, really good things for us to enjoy if we'll follow his wisdom. And sin and folly and foolishness says, I can give it, give it to you right now. But it's never as good. And it always leads, well, here. To folly. To death. To death. So don't try to cheat. Listen to God's good and wait for it. And it'll be a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yes, Amos. Um, what does it say? Like, that you may keep this good and your lips and good no ledge for the lips of forbidden woman drip honey. Yep. And her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end... She is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Mm-hmm. So what are you Her asking? Feet Hold on, buddy. Goes so what down to death. And like, just like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> she's nice, but bad. And I just like, don't understand. Like, at the end... Going on now through December 31st, we are running our annual donor drive here at Appian Media. That means when you sign up to become a reoccurring donor, you're going to get a 2023 edition coffee mug. Our donors have come to love these mugs, and some have even collected every edition. Go to appianmedia.org donation to see the mug and learn more about how you can help support the mission of Appian Media to bring biblically accurate, free content about the Bible to the world. In order to get your mug, you need to sign up for a new recurring donation of $10 a month or more. Make sure to check the box, show my support by making this a recurring donation, which is under the amount box when you donate. Our team will reach out with instructions on how you can get your free mug. The mugs are awesome, probably my favorite one yet, and our donor drive is only going on through December 31st, so make sure to sign up today to get your gift. Now, back to the Listen My Children podcast. Some things look good and they're not good. Some things look good and they're not good. And this idea of keeping discretion, your lips may guard knowledge. Sometimes you've got to keep telling yourself, your lips, you have to keep talking to yourself and telling yourself the truth because there are all these other things that are trying to tell you, do this, do this, it'll be great. And you've got to remind yourself, no, God's wisdom says this. So don't look at just the way things look. Wisdom gives us insight to look through and see the way things really are. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. To kind of see past the, the butter, the peanut butter, the honey, the cheese, and see the trap. Forget about all the cheese and the honey. Mm-hmm. And just like, 
actually see the trap. Yes, because do you think that mouse thinks the cheese is worth it after he's been caught? Oh. That mouse isn't thinking a thing, it's dead. But probably so you don't wait. But it probably didn't even get any of the cheese at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so see the trap. Yes, Elijah. Um I thought it kind of I thought it was similar to poison. Like you would put poison in people's drinks. Mm. Like their wine, their juice. Sin is really tricky. Sin doesn't say, hey, look at me, I'll kill you. Sin doesn't do that. Folly doesn't do that. It, it puts itself in something delicious. sweet. Yeah, something delicious. And you go, ooh, that'll be good. And then you die. You die. <laughs> so you've got to pay attention. Not everything that looks good really is good. Yeah, Moose. Like when Cain and Abel, Cain thought that sin was good. Like... And so he did sin. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe, yeah. There are lots of places in the Bible where people thought things were good and they weren't good. It happens all the time today. So, I don't know. Mommy, is there anything you want to add to this about um, about these two ways of living? Well, I just like how in the end he talks about self-control and discipline. Mm -hmm. How we're not necessarily having to make these decisions right now but we are having to practice the self-control and the discipline so we can make these wise decisions later mm -hmm. when you make yourself do what you're supposed to do then you're making it possible for you to have the good later self-control is hard it means choosing to do what's the good thing not just what you feel like but choosing to do what you know is right so you can get into heaven yeah, God God will reward and he'll bless. Mm -hmm. Yes, Amos? It reminds me like when the man who kept like money for his youth and God said that he would have treasure in heaven at the end, but he didn't want that. He wanted like money like now. That's a good connection. Yeah, so in Matthew 19 with the rich young man and Jesus said, sell everything you have. Give it to the poor and come follow me and you'll have treasure in heaven. Yeah, he wanted it now instead of waiting for it for later. It's the same principle here in Proverbs 5. When you look at something and think, oh, that's good, you got to stop and say, but is it really good? And wisdom teaches us to look at the real good God's given. So let me slow down. Let's kind of wrap all this Calm up. Down. Well, let's, all, let's wrap all this up. In Proverbs 5, we've got two ways. One is what looks good. And one is what is good. One is secret and you feel bad for doing it. And in the end, it'll destroy you. And one is just the good that God promises. Wisdom teaches us to see the real good, kind of like mommy's brownies, and enjoy that. And don't sneak off on these other things. Sin, sin always takes more from you than you thought it would. And it never gives you as much good as you thought it would. And so let's just enjoy the good that God's given us. Now, how about we wrap up? We wrap up. There's a lot to talk about here in Proverbs 5. But let's wrap up and let's say a prayer asking for God's help to give us wisdom here. Okay? Father, thank you for our family and thank you for your wisdom. Please bless Elijah and Amos and Lyndon and Jubilee and Mommy and me and help us to see the good that you want to give us, that we can get carried away and uh, enjoy freely the many blessings that you promise. Help us to see through sin. Help us to see through folly. 
to look at it for what it really is and we'll stay away from danger. We know that your words, that your wisdom is for our good. Please protect us and help us to, to walk in your ways and not be destroyed because we didn't control ourselves. We love you. Thank you for loving us so much that you gave us wisdom, that you gave us Jesus to show us how to do this well. Help us to follow him. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. Well, thanks for joining me for that conversation in Proverbs chapter 5. Not everything is as it seems. Uh, Foolishness, sin, temptations, they they come at us in different ways and they they try to hide who they are. Sin really doesn't want us to see through it. Not everything that looks good is good. But wisdom gives us insight, helps us to, to see through the lies and the fog of temptation. Now, your parents are going to be able to see some dangers better than you will. And wisdom teaches us to depend on the wisdom of other people. And that's part of why God gave you parents. Uh, They can protect you from danger. And with God's wisdom, they can show you the blessings that God wants you to enjoy, especially as you get older. Now, parents, let me me give you a little peek behind this episode that uh, I think you'll appreciate. Proverbs 5 is uh, an intimate conversation between a father and a son. So this would have been an easy conversation to have with Elijah. It's a conversation that we've had before. Elijah's 10. And so we've, we've talked through these points. Um, but this isn't something that we began to teach Elijah when he turned 10, nor is it something that we began to teach at age six, the age that Amos is. Instead, at age appropriate levels, we've been teaching our children all along the principles that are found in Proverbs chapter 5. And Proverbs 5, the wisdom that's there, is part of what we do as a family all the time. The world wants to get at our children. Uh, it, It wants to teach them that these things that are actually really bad for them are really pleasurable and really good. And it's constantly feeding lies to our family, lies about what is good, uh, lies about what is pleasurable, lies about sex, lies about marriage. And the truth is that our, our children need to hear it from us first and often because the Bible teaches us often about these principles. In Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 26, we read that uh, the father says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes observe my ways for a prostitute is a deep pit, an adulteress is a narrow well. See, our our job as parents is to get the hearts of our children. Satan is busy, the world is busy trying to get their hearts, and it is often at them, and it's constantly sending them information today about what's true and about what's good, and it's it's wrong. So we need to get their hearts. And we're asking our children, let let me keep those hearts safe for you for a while, because there are real dangers like Verse 27, prostitutes, these forbidden women, these forbidden desires, and it's trapping a lot of people. I'm convinced if we start with our children at an early age, at age-appropriate levels, we can save them from a lot of heartache, and we won't always be able to save them from trouble. But as we introduce this kind of language into our families, have conversations like Proverbs 5 as a family, will help equip them to feel safe having those conversations with us even when they do fail. 
What this does is it makes an easy passage to individual conversations with Elijah, with Lyndon, with Amos, with Jubilee, when they're comfortable because they see us talking about it as a family. And Lindsay, my wife, she's in on that conversation too. Uh, these are real difficulties that we all struggle with. But for whatever reason, one of the lies that Satan feeds us is that these are things we need to struggle with in secret, in private. The family is a safe place where we can talk about these things openly. And then as our children entrust us with their hearts, we can lead them away from trouble and we can guide them to the good things that God promises us, the things that he really wants us to enjoy. They are good things that God has stored up for us in his wisdom. Again, that doesn't ensure our children will never stumble or they'll never fall. We do. We struggle. We, we fail. We succumb to sin. But we can come back and we have these conversations again and we can recognize that this is the safe relationship in which I can figure this out. Now, this uh, wraps up our conversations through Proverbs 5, and I've, I've really enjoyed going through this with you. There are so many more things to talk through in these scriptures, but I hope this gives you some encouragement to keep doing what you're doing with your families, or maybe to start intentionally spending some time together in the Word. Thanks for joining us in this first season of Listen, My Children. There have been a lot of hands in this and a lot of prayers that have been offered. I'd welcome any kind of questions, comments, feedback, uh, suggestions of things that you're doing that are working if you'll visit our website at appianmedia.org.